Merry Christmas. That was like a two out of ten. Merry Christmas. Brilliant. Merry Christmas. It is great to see you all here this morning. Have you had a good morning so far? Brilliant. Who was woken up at an ungodly hour of the morning this morning? Yeah. Keep your hand up. Was it before, before 6 a.m.? Before 5? No? Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, see, my morning was great because, I mean, Anna and I are expecting our first child in March, so I had the last sleep in on Christmas Day that I'll probably have in about 18 or so years. It was brilliant. <laughs> so if, if I haven't had the pleasure of meeting you before now, my name's Jono, and I'm on team here at Life Church, And on behalf of the staff, on behalf of the church, I want to say a big welcome to you this morning, a big Merry Christmas. Wherever you come from this morning, wherever you're here, I want to say it's great to be here with you and Merry Christmas. We hope you have a fantastic day in this Christmas season. Now, I have to apologize in advance, though. I'm going to be a little bit distracted this morning. You'll see behind me there's a very, um, this very sad-looking tree. Uh, this is my Christmas tree. And I've, um, I've left it a bit late to set up. So I figured, and I'd, I'd promised Anna that we'd have a set up Christmas tree for Christmas Day. So I've got to use the next 10 minutes or so to get this thing ready before we go home. Otherwise, I'll be in trouble. So let me just get started. I've got my decorations in here. Now, the first thing you have to put on your tree is clearly the lights. So you've got to get the lights done first. as lights are always a tangled mess. Oh no. It's perfect. We're nearly there. Well, what's that? Yeah. Oh, come on. I feel like I'm making it worse. Oh, there we go. Oh, thanks, guys. Oh, come on. You know what? They'll do. So they'll go on there, like so. So get some, some lights on there. Brilliant. Look at that. Perfect. Maybe I'll leave the decorating to Anna next year. Now, the interesting thing is, is that there's actually, like, decorations are amazing, you know, and, and some people, you go to some people's houses and you see that they've got these most amazing trees, all these decorations everywhere. Um, but the thing is, is that decorations actually, it looks pretty sad, actually, doesn't it? Um, decorations actually have a lot more meaning and significance behind them than we give them credit for, right? So one, they obviously really look good, but they actually have a lot of hidden significance. So take the lights, for example. You see, on Christmas, we're obviously celebrating the birth of Jesus. That's what Christmas Day is all about. We're celebrating that Jesus came to this earth. He was Emmanuel, God with us, and it was his birthday. But in John 8, verse 12, Jesus says, I am the light of the world. He says, I am the light of the world. And if you follow me, you won't have to walk in darkness because you'll have the light that leads to life. And so we put lights on our Christmas trees, not just so they look good, but it's actually a reminder that Jesus is the light of the world. He is the light of the world. And the Bible says that the word is a lamp onto my feet. He lights our path. And so we can actually put these lights on our trees to say, Jesus is the light of the world. What else do we have here? Now, what have we got in here? Oh, yes. Now, obviously, Christmas and food go hand in hand, don't they? 
Like it's, you know, today's going to be full of a whole lot of sugar and treats, but I don't think there's a more iconic Christmas treat than the candy cane. I think this symbolizes Christmas better than anything. I remember growing up as a kid, we would always go to my grandparents' house for Christmas dinner. Like the whole family would come together. So my whole family, my siblings, um, all my cousins, my aunties and uncles, would go to grandma and granddad's house down on the farm for Christmas dinner. And on the Christmas tree, there would be a named candy cane for every grandchild. So for me and my siblings and all my cousins, we'd have a named candy cane waiting for us on the tree. So the first thing we'd do is run and we'd, we'd go and find our our candy cane on the tree, but you'll notice the candy cane's quite an interesting shape. It's a bit of an odd shape to it, but that's because it's actually meant to represent a shepherd's crook. A shepherd's crook. I think we have a photo of it like that. So it's that, that interesting shape that shepherds back in those days would use to, to herd their sheep and stuff. And so obviously on the Christmas, on Jesus' birthday, a bunch of shepherds arrived to witness the birth of Jesus. And so we're remembering that. But in John 10 verse 11, Jesus says, I am the good shepherd. I am the good shepherd. And the good shepherd lays down his life for his sheep. And that is what Jesus did. He came, lived on this earth, and then he died. He laid down his life for you and for me so that we could have a restored relationship with the God who loves us. And so with the, I think it's pretty cool that one of the most iconic Christmas treats is reminding us that Jesus is the good shepherd. He's the good shepherd. But how did the shepherds know about Jesus? How did they know that he was going to be born that day? (laughs) Yeah, I wish this was full of lollies. That would have been great. Yeah, maybe I should. We're nearly there, guys. I've got another candy cane. (laughs) Where is it? Down in the foot? No. Yes. Okay. Back on track. So how did the shepherds know about Jesus? They were visited by an angel. They were visited by an angel. I couldn't find a proper decoration, so I had to make one. But they were visited by an angel who came to them and told them what was going on. And the angel did something. The angel came, and the angel came to proclaim the coming of Jesus. Now, you'll see a lot of bells in Christmas decorations all over the city, all over trees. And bells are actually used to proclaim things. You know, when the clock strikes the hour, the bell will go. Or if you're at school, the bell rings. It's time for lunchtime. And so the bells, they proclaim things. And so we see these bells everywhere on Christmas, but it's actually a reminder that we're proclaiming the coming of Jesus, but not just proclaiming that, but the angel came, and the verse is going to come up on the screen behind me. The angel came and proclaimed glory to God and highest heaven and peace on earth to them with, who's, with whom God is pleased. And you'll see doves occasionally in Christmas decorations, and the dove has always been the symbol of peace, that Jesus came to bring us peace. But Jesus didn't come to say that you're going to have a life without trouble. 
that's not what peace is. But when you, Jesus is saying that you will have, when you have peace with me, when you have me in your life, that we're in the midst of any situation you go through, any troubles you face, the highs and the lows, when he is with you, you have a foundation to stand on that will carry you through that. And that's what peace is. Now, maybe some of the kids can help me with the next one. What normally goes on the top of a tree? Just call it out. An angel or a star. That's right. A star goes on top of the tree. Now, the shepherds... It works. Now, the the shepherds weren't the only group of people to come and visit Jesus on his birthday, but there was a group of wise men that came as well. And they saw a star, a big bright star in the sky, and they traveled following the star. And when the star stopped over the manger, over the the inn that Mary and Joseph were staying at where Jesus was born, and so we put a star on the top of the tree because the star points to where the gift is. And Jesus was the greatest gift of all, and the star leads us to where the gift is, But just like the star guided um, the wise men to Jesus, today, even still, Jesus leads and guides us. He's leading us and guiding us. He's there whenever we need him. And so putting a star on the top of the tree is a reminder and encouragement. Jesus is still leading and guiding me today. And what did the wise men bring? They brought gold. They brought gold. And you think that's a bit of a strange gift to bring a baby, not any nappies or a pram you know, or anything like that. But no, they decided, no, we'll bring some gold for this infant. But the thing is, is that gold, gold represents royalty. It represents authority, kingliness. And the wise men knew that Jesus wasn't just any old baby, but he was royalty. Jesus was a king. In fact, he was the king of kings and the lord of lords. And the wise men knew that. So they're bringing gold, they're bringing presents that are worthy of a king. I think I have one other thing left in here. Alrighty. What on earth are these? Baubles. Now, I don't know about you, but these look awfully like the orb that the queen holds. Right, that photo that will come up. I, I, I actually don't say, I tried to look up if it has a name and I couldn't find it. It's just called the orb. Um, but it's part of the crown jewels that, that is belonged, uh, the queen owns, the set of jewels that represent her authority. They represent her majesty, her royalty. And so we can put these things all over our Christmas trees as, again, a reminder of the royalty of Jesus, the authority that he carries in our lives, that he is the king of kings and the Lord of Lords. How about that? <laughs> Extra husband points for Jono. That looks pretty good, doesn't it? <laughs> but there's one, other, there's one other decoration of sorts that I'd like to talk about, and that is actually the tree itself. Because on Christmas Day, we celebrate the birth of Jesus. But Jesus also came and he died. And just like we've hung decorations on this tree here, Jesus was also hung on a tree. He was hung on a cross, and he died a death to pay the price that you and I could never pay. He came to wipe our debt clean so that we could have a restored relationship with the God who created and loves us. And so I think it's pretty cool that all over the world, in all these lounges and living rooms and wherever you've put Christmas trees all around the world, we have these symbols pointing to who Jesus was and what he came to do. And I think that's pretty 
amazing. And if you haven't heard it yet this morning, maybe you heard it five minutes ago, maybe you heard it five years ago, I want to remind you again this morning, Jesus loves you. Jesus loves you. He came as Emmanuel, God with us, and he died for you. He died for you. And I think it's pretty special that we can acknowledge that today on Christmas Day, before all the festivities start, before the food gets going, more presents get open, we can stop and take a moment and be reminded of who Jesus is and who he was. And so can I encourage you, as you go home today, as you go home, can I encourage you, have another look at your Christmas tree. Maybe take a look at the things that you've decorated on it, the different things that you've set it up. And can I ask you to take a moment again to be thankful to be reminded of what his birth means for you and to celebrate that 2,000 years ago in a town called Bethlehem, a savior was born. Merry Christmas. Why don't you stand? We're going to sing a few more carols together. God bless.